Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I am so excited to have Marissa Lane on and I will introduce you to her in just a moment. But first, just a couple of announcements. Um, if you have not grabbed my free 20-minute meditative journey to meet your galactic family and guides, make sure you grab that on my website, mysticmanta.com or drlisajthompson.com. And if you are coming to the Big Island of Hawaii, make sure you sign up for one of my Night Sky Watch UFO tours, where I will introduce you to the night sky in a whole new way. And today actually is officially last call for the Galactic Retreat, which is September 14th to the 17th, also here on the Big Island. So if you haven't signed up for that, this is your last chance to do that. And without further ado, I'm going to bring Mar Marissa on. Hello, Marissa. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to get to know you. So let me share with the audience um, a little bit about you, and then we'll jump right in. So Marissa Lane is a spiritual mentor and soul navigator on a mission to guide high achieving women back to their most authentic selves. As a spiritual mentor, she specializes in helping individuals tap into their intuitive gifts, clear the obstacles in their lives and unlock their greatest potential. Mm -hmm. She works with clients on an intuitive level, channeling messages from spirit and incorporates various spiritual modalities such as mediumship and energy work. Her approach is strongly rooted in spiritual knowledge, compassion, love, and laughter, providing a supportive environment for her clients as they consciously embrace their true north. Oh, wow. You're, you're right up my alley. <laughs> I know. I was like checking you out and I was like, oh yeah, like we're going to vibe for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, so first I, I would love to know, and I think my audience would love to know how, how did you grow up? Like, how did you to know how you got into this work. Were you, did you grow up in a spiritual household, religious, something else? <laughs> no. So I grew up in um, a small town in Minnesota okay. um, and it comes out every now and again, my accent. <laughs> which, which, well, real, real quick, which part of Minnesota? Rochester. Okay. Rochester, Minnesota, where the male clinic is. Okay. Yes. So grew up there. Um, my parents were not crazy religious. Like they would like drop us off at church um, and make us go, but they wouldn't go. It was so funny. <laughs> um, and so I kind of like veered way far away from the church. Um, grew up there. had a great childhood. Um, I struggled with like a learning disability my whole life. Um, so that it's so interesting because um, going, you know, coming into my gifts, I'm like, yeah. Oh, that makes sense now. Um, and I remember thinking I was like dumb my whole life because oh, wow. I had a learning, learning disabilities and people didn't know what to do with me. And then I had this conversation with my mom later in life. And she was like, your IQ was like, uh, like crazy. Like you are so smart. And I was like, well, why didn't you tell me that when I was younger? No, <laughs> But, you know, it all worked out. So, um, but yeah, I grew up um, in a small town. Um, I had these feelings from a very young age. I would, um, I remember like growing up and I would know things about certain, I mean, I remember being in my bedroom and being like, there's a guy walking outside my like window. Okay. And so I would get really freaked out and I would go run upstairs and sleep on the floor next to my parents. And I wanted nothing to do with any of it. 
So, and then I um, ended up becoming a hairstylist and I've been doing hair for 20 years and pretty much my whole life. I've had these knowings and feelings, but always like pushed it away because it freaked me out (laughs) and scared me. Um, And then I had my daughter um, and that activated all of my gifts. And I finally kind of, I guess, got to society standards of like, you know, having the house and the kid and the husband and the career and all of the things. And I kind of woke up one night and I was like, is this it? (laughs) I'm at the top. This is all I get. (laughs) And I wanted more out of my life. And so I went on um, a quest kind of on this journey to figure out what my soul purpose was. I met a shaman worked with her for like a year and a half and she blew up my life in the best way possible. (laughs) And I just started kind of stepping into all of my gifts. So, yeah. Well, how long ago is that, that you worked with the shaman? So that will be, it's been a little over two years now. Okay. So, so, wow. So I guess I want to know more about your experiences, um, having the knowings and, like, especially growing up, I mean, like, what was that like? Um, It was scary. I mean, I remember I could see images in like glares at night. Like I would like tiptoe upstairs to my parents' bedroom and I could see like faces and um, like shapes, like just things that like didn't make sense to me. And Mm -hmm. I thought I was weird. And then even like going into like, um, school and stuff. Like I didn't understand how, like, why I couldn't, like, wasn't a good reader or couldn't comprehend like the English language. (laughs) And I think it was because I was living in this other realm. Okay. Does that make sense? Kind of. Yeah. And well, it's interesting because, um, I, I just wonder how many other kids that have so-called learning disabilities really, are just super gifted in other ways. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why like, I love like sharing this story because so many people struggle with learning disabilities. And I think there's still such a huge like void of like, what do we do with these kids? How do we, you know, help them? And for me, like I felt shame around it for so long. It was like one of my traumas and to kind of step into it and look at it from a different um, lens and be like, wow, like actually these are like my superpowers. I love that. And um, one of, one of my kids, she, she fit into that kind of category, but, and I, she is super gifted. So I love that. Well, you are her mama. So I'm sure there's something, right? She does thank me um, sometimes for being alien so that she can be half alien. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that so much. How old is she? Um, she is 17. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, just turned 17. And so, um, you know, with her path, she, normal school ended up not being the right way. Yeah. So we had to navigate that and, but she's thriving and she actually mm-hmm. is going to go and be a hairdresser. <laughs> so she's- I love that so much. You know, it's so funny. So for me and my path was like, I tried college. I couldn't do it. Like it was just too hard for me. So I kind of fell into um, cosmetology school mm-hmm. and I loved it so much. And I thrived in it because I, 
could like tangibly feel and touch and like create something. Um, And, you know, I think you asked before, like, how did this show up? I've been doing this for 20 years behind the chair. I just Mm -hmm. didn't know it, you know? Yes. I'm like, you're welcome clients. No. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, so then, okay. So you're working with the shaman and what kinds of like, what, what was going on in the transformation of you where, you know, you actually now are channeling messages from spirit. I mean, yeah, it was wild and it was super fast. And I remember, um, it was so simple as she was like, just call it in. Hmm. And I was like, really? I love that. I know. Um, like mind blowing, but like, all I did was like, um, so I'm a runner. I love running. And so I would just go for a run and I would just like kind of meditate and I'd be like, okay, I'm ready. Like source, God, all of the things like spirit, like I'm ready, bring it on. And so I asked for it in that same day. I was exercising. So I went for a run, came back downstairs and I was doing like my other little workout and, um, I heard a voice and I was like, what's that? You know, I was like kind of shocked and they're like, this is spirit. Like this, like we're here. And I've already before kind of connected with my spirit guides. Um, and then all of a sudden I like started coughing and I could taste like tobacco. Okay. What is this? So an hour later, I got on a call with my shaman Mm -hmm. and, um, we were just like kind of talking about like what was going on. And I was like, okay, so I called this in and I think I heard something. I'm like, am I crazy? And she was like, no, that's like spirit connecting and talking to you. And then all of a sudden, like she's, she's like, I'm going to blow tobacco on you. Okay. (laughs) Shut your face. Yeah. Like I tasted it and she was like, yes. And so it was like these little things mm-hmm. that started like connecting for me that I probably had, but I just didn't realize it. Right. Um, and then I remember I was driving to the salon and I was just talking to spirit and I was like, so can I talk to dead people? And they're like, yeah. And I was <laughs> like, really? Like my grandma? And then she puts her hands on my face and says, Rissy, I'm right here. Oh, my God. I mean, I could cry right now. Like, so it was just like all of these little like um, energetic stepping stones mm-hmm. um, and just being like super open to it and not being scared and like really leaning into it and then yeah. realizing like I have all the Claire's and like my most potent one is like I'm Claire audience. Okay. Just hear it really, really fast and clear. And it's, it's blunt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least it's, I mean, it's good that it's probably blunt and not so subtle that you're like, what? I can't. (laughs) Well, okay. So how have you used this mediumship then in like with clients or just Absolutely. So I had a couple of like scenarios that happened, like my um, uncle who has passed on, he came through to give me a message for my cousin, which was incredible. And I didn't even like ask for him to come in. Mm -hmm. So um, now, so I, with working with clients, what I do in, I have this flagship offer, which is like finding your true North. And it's either a three or a six month container with me. And spirit guides me and shows me what's blocking you from coming back to your soul's full potential, 
you know, career, love, um, business, any of that. Right. So, um, I also, um, talk to dead people to give closure. Right. Right. So, so it all like intertwines. And so it's kind of this action packed container because I can do energy work. Um, I can do soul retrievals. Like I'm shown how old you were when your soul, uh, possibly fragmented. Hmm. Wild. Okay. So we kind of go all the way back and then um, I kind of walk you through like the healing of all of the traumas. Mm -hmm. And then if loved ones, loved ones want to come through to give you a message, I also give that um, closure and connection to them as well. But I am working on a new offer that I'm going to drop tonight, actually. Okay. Um, That's. It's so exciting. Um, and I'm going to share it because this is going to come out later. It is, um, using my mediumship. So I was kind of like a little nervous around that in the beginning Mm -hmm. because I'm like, what are people going to think? Like I talk to dead people, right? And like, you know, like it's a different realm. It is. (laughs) So it can be, you know, a little like, scary for people to wrap their head around. But I always think of like Teresa Caputo or like Tyler Henry, right? Right. Like I like loved Teresa. I was like, oh my gosh, um, I want to be her when I like grow up, right? Where you are. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I get to do this. So awesome. But I have this new offer. So I'm really like leaning in and stepping into it's called Wisdom from the Ancestors. Oh, okay. It's like so yummy. It's a transformative guidance from the ancestral realm, um, illuminating messages to bring light to your most optimal timeline. So what I've realized is um, I can get um, connect with your loved ones and get closure and all the things right for you. But then they give you a message at where you are in your life now to move forward. Okay. And it is incredible. And I'm yeah. so excited about it. Well, that's super exciting. And so for you, what has been, I guess, the most um, transformational thing with mediumship? Gosh, I mean, I think every time I get to channel someone's loved one, it heals me mm-hmm. and makes my gift stronger. But then it's having somebody like connect with and like the unsaid words and the love and the forgiveness and the messages that were, they weren't able to connect here to give that to somebody. Okay. Like the greatest gift I could ever like have. And that transforms me. Right. Oh, beautiful. Well, it's funny because I've, I have quite a few friends that are psychic mediums and I've had, you know, various experiences with them. And I don't have a lot of dead people that want to come to me. It's more of my galactic family that comes. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. Yes. And so um, the, the only one from my family line that's ever come through is my grandmother. And that mm-hmm. was what I was doing my past life regression training with Denise Lynn. Um, but then so my husband, his mother, who passed away when he, he was 23, I never met her because he, he and I, we've only been together eight years. Okay. She's around all the time. So she's the, she's the one that comes through <laughs> these sessions. 
Yeah, and we've had people on our UFO tours that some of them are psychic and mediums and they can see. And they're like, there, there was one time the whole galactic team was surrounding us and there was a human woman standing behind my husband, Skip. And the the lady who was the medium, she's like, okay, there's there's a woman behind your husband. I'm like, oh yeah, that's his mom. She's like, oh, okay, because everyone else was so galactic looking Oh my gosh, that's wild. So she's the, she's really the one that's always around. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, do, do you like that? Like, do you like talk? Like, does she talk to you a lot or like? Actually, she, it's been interesting because um, in the early days of my past life work, I used to do workshops mm-hmm. in my house. And there was one workshop where my husband actually participated and I called people, they met a spirit guide and his mom came to him and gave him this gift of a crystal owl, which she had given him one in real life when he was a teenager. She worked at the Swarovski crystal store Mm -hmm. and he didn't appreciate that owl and he had since lost it. And anyway, so he thought he was just making all this up. Well, it was right before Christmas and I decided she was like, get get him an owl. (laughs) And so I went on Amazon and looking at all these crystal owls and the one that she told me to pick out was not the one I would have chosen at all. And so I picked that one out. I bought it and gave it to him for Christmas and he opens it and it was exactly the right owl. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's the coolest like experience with her of like, Hey, Anita, (laughs) <laughs> Give me some information here. Right. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Wow. Oh, yeah. I love that. So do you ever have clients where no one wants to come forward for them? No. Okay. I haven't yet. Uh, now I have, I will say this. I have had clients where um, when I was just kind of playing around with the mediumship, I was like, okay, let's see, you know, who comes through. Um, and if they're not as open, they'll come through, but I realize the, the more open you are, the more you're going to get out of it. Right. It's more expansive. Right. And so when I first did it, it was like, um, you know, he came through, it was good. It was all that. But then now I'm realizing the more p- open people are, there's this other level of like a message for yeah. them to move them forward. So, um, so I will say that, like, if people are, are like a little like, mm, nope, don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, or don't want to go all the way, then I get that and they don't get as much kind of thing. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you ever have people come through for your clients that are actually still living that mm. yeah, haven't passed yet? Maybe they're transitioning, but I'm just curious. No, I actually, I was like thinking about this and I was like, no, but I guess I do get like knowings around like, um, you know, if a family member wants them to do something or knowings around their family members that are still living a thousand percent. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But not in like the medium show realm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) More of of just psychic knowing this then. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, just like one more question about the mediumship. Yeah. um, So you said your primary is Claire audience. Do you see them too? Or just, you just. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is. So I have all the Claire's, but like when I'm doing a mediumship, 
um, I get to see what they look like. And okay. it's like kind of faint. Um, or I'll see them like where they're at right now. So one of my clients, um, I was like, he's just like living his best life in like Florida, like smoking cigars and like has like a um, Hawaiian shirt on. And she was like, oh my gosh, that's my dad. And she was like, we wore Hawaiian sh shirts for his funeral. Oh, wow. Which is wild because I'm like, how would I ever know that? Which is like spirit confirming like, hey, this is his soul, right? Right. So, or I'll see like, yeah, I'm like, did they used to smoke or... Yes, there's, yeah, I kind of see them or I'll see them like how they died. Mm. Okay. And yeah, so it's kind of wild. Okay. Do, do people randomly come to you? Like the spirits? Interesting. Um, they kind of used to, but now I've kind of created protection around myself. Um, and this was, this is kind of wild. So I remember I was like watching like a Hulu documentary um, and like somebody got murdered, um, and the guy that died came through and was like, you got to tell this guy that it was my fault and it's not his fault. And like, he was like super like adamant about it. And I was like, oh my gosh. So then I'm like looking this guy up on Google, Okay. how I can like reach him to give him this message Yeah. that it wasn't his fault because he carries this guilt around. And then I was like, okay this is crazy. Like, I don't need to like go find this person. And like, <laughs> so yes, yep, I've had those before, or I'll be like out at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. I'll start getting like energy around this. Like I had this couple and this guy and I was like, Oh my gosh, like I have, I, I have to go tell him this message mm -hmm. it was from his grandmother and I was like, are you like a sailor or something? Like she's telling me something about a sailor. And he was like, oh, I'm a Marine. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, well, she's just really happy you're in this relationship. And he was like, oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Cause I'm curious. Cause you had mentioned Teresa <laughs> and you know how, at least on her show, she's like getting messages and walking up to people. And so yeah. I, I don't know if you had a similar experience where yeah. they were just because you're so open and you're like, yeah getting all the, the realms, but I try not to as much, you know, or like, yeah, I kind of have like this protection around me. And if I like open myself, then I do. And then if I don't, it's like an energetic, like, um, what I want to say, like, I don't want to say contract, but I have with this other realm, I guess. So, yeah. Okay. So besides calling it in, what would be your advice to those watching or listening in terms of if they want to start enhancing their clairs or practicing mediumship or other things like that? Because I know everyone has the ability to, yeah. if they're open to it. So <laughs> what would you? Absolutely. I mean, I would say, yes, like start meditating, start journaling. I really started meditating because I never really meditated before um, every day and just getting quiet, sitting with myself and um, letting spirit come in and actually talk to me. I always tell people, I'm like, if you want to know answers, meditate, sit with yeah. yourself and just be because you have all the answers inside of you. Yes. Right. And so, and then also like, I've always invested in um, a mentor or a coach of some sort, because like, 
we just can't do it alone. Right. And I know that sounds like I hate, I don't hate saying that, but like, cause people are like, Oh, you just want, you know, to like get more clients. And I'm like, no, it like really does work. Like I would have yes. never unlocked what I know now if I didn't work with my shaman or like I still work with um, a spiritual mentor. Now I work with two actually mm -hmm. that's like mediumship. And then one that um, is like a media or a, excuse me, like a spiritual mentor and like business coach kind of too. So. Yeah. yeah and I'm the same. I have always had mentors, coaches, you know, and yeah. it it just helps us grow, expand, evolve, because we only know what we know. <laughs> exactly. And I had no idea. Like two years ago, if you would have told me any of this, I would have been like, you're crazy. Like I had no idea about like, you know, mentors and all of that, which is funny because I remember before all of this, I was like, I kind of want to be a life coach. But then I was like, oh, I don't like the word like life coach <laughs> at all. I obviously have some stuff around that. <laughs> I think a lot of people do just because every, it's like everyone's a life coach now. And, and the thing though is like, okay, what is your life like? Like, how can you coach me? Do you have a good life? And if you do, mm -hmm. then maybe you've got some information, but otherwise, you if you don't have to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. So I just think it's so important to like, have somebody to support you and walk you through it because yeah, like you said, you don't know what you don't know. And so, um, I think it's that, I think it's meditation asking, um, and just like practicing, yeah. like practice on your friends. Like I practice on my parents and my friends and, um, my husband, <laughs> he's like, okay, I don't want to play anymore. He's like, done. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask. So yeah, how's your family, your friends, have they been real embracing this or are they like, oh my gosh, Marissa is crazy. <laughs> <It's <okay>. no. <laughs> um, yes, mostly everybody has been like, yes, amazing. Like my parents are so um, supportive and yeah. my father actually got COVID um, and almost died and he's recovering and coming back. He's still like not a hundred percent. But I just recently saw him and he's like, I'm so proud of you. And then we were talking and I was like, dad, you like have these gifts. Like, I think I get it from him, okay. um, which is really cool. Um, my husband is super supportive, but he was like, I don't like, I don't, you don't coach me. And I was yeah. like, gotcha. So I have like a very like big barrier, not barrier, but like um, with him and my daughter, Georgie, where like, I don't tap in unless I like, you know, really need to for them. So I kind of keep that separate. Do you do the same or how do you like? Yeah, yeah my, well, my husband, he, he is extremely allowing, accepting of me. He thinks I'm incredible. However, he doesn't want to go down. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so funny. That's my husband. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which I'm okay with. I am totally okay with. Um, yeah. Because I have two previous husbands that mm -hmm. were not supportive and open. And so mm -hmm. as long as I am being embraced and allowed to be my authentic self, then mm -hmm. that's all I ask for. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just feel like so lucky and all my friends are like, this is cool. And, you know, so I just feel, yeah, super lucky that everybody's on the same page with me because I feel like it just keeps on expanding and getting better and better. And right. 
Yeah, so cool. Yeah, one, and then with my daughter being a teenager, like there were, I've never pushed anything on either of my kids. Mm -hmm. I have shared information just for information's sake, but I've never said, you have to believe in this or you can't believe in this other thing. Yeah. Because I want them to discover it themselves, just like I got to. My mom, you know, she was an astrologer in my early childhood, and then we attended a spiritual school of enlightenment through my teenage years. And so, but she also said, you know, if you want to go explore church, I'll just, I'll take you to church and kind of drop you off (laughs) like like your parents did. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't ever say, you know, this is how you have to believe, which I mean, I think is really important. It was for me. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And that's how I am too with Georgie. Like I tell her kind of, I'm like, oh, because I still do hair like a very small bit um as I'm building this because this is I mean I've been doing this for a little over a year like actual business yeah Um, so I still do hair on the side a little bit and you know I'm always like I'm going to my you know do my hair clients or no I'm have spirit clients you know and she always like kind of asks and stuff um and we'll do like our crystals together like she like loves that um, and she, I was like, Oh, is grandma talking to you? Cause sometimes she'll like say things to me, but I don't like push it ever. I'm not like, Oh, we have to do this or, you know, so yeah. I want her to have her own experience for sure. Yeah. How old is she now? She just turned five. Okay. So she's still, I mean, the veil should still be wide open for her, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She'll say things or she'll be like, Ooh, like you just, I know that she has senses and like, she can see things for sure. Yeah. Which is kind okay. of okay. <laughs> yeah. My kids are like that. And I, I never tried to shut it down. I wanted to encourage it to mm-hmm. um dad on the other hand, uh, a little different. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Baby steps. <laughs> so well um as far as the energy work that you do, tell me more about that. Is it similar to like Reiki or something else? You know, so when I, so I do a mix because I kind of worked with a shaman. And so I can like energetically see your chakras and see if um, they're blocked and I can move energy. And then I also kind of do it in meditation. So I'll do like an energy work meditation for somebody to kind of step into the new version of themselves and like let go and like do the cutting of cords um, and uh, hooks and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also realizing from my mentors, they're like in a session with you, just speaking to you, you're like an energetic like practitioner and you move energy just by shifting people's perspectives. Okay. I love that. I do too. And it's so true, right? Like I can be in a session with somebody and I can do all the, all the things, you know, (laughs) but I can say something and I can feel it drop for them. And then it's an energetic shift that I can just see in their body. I'm like, did you see that? They're like, Oh, is that what that is? I was like, yeah, it's so cool. So I have this like, yeah, I don't even know, but it's like my own like interpretation of how I, you know, move energy and stuff. Okay. Well, and I, and I appreciate that very much because I have my own style, my own way of doing that as well. Yeah. And 
I think, you know, for those who are interested in the energy work, yes, there are specific modalities and trainings that one can do, but mm -hmm. really, if you start just trusting yourself as well, that's out of one, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is just like a learning, right? Like a learning process. Like, um, I continually sleep, like I'm learning to trust deeper and deeper. Right. Cause sometimes yeah. it gets wobbly. Like we live in the 3d world. We're like, we're like taking on everybody's stuff and like society stuff and the media and religion and all the things. And it can be a lot. Yeah. And so like, we have to like remember who we are and like trusting ourselves and like step into our power and our knowing and that you can never go wrong. Right. And that's beautiful because those of us like you and me and others that I've even had on the show that are doing this work, um, you know, really it is about returning to remembering who we are. Remember. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. It's so true. And like, that's all I want for people is to remember who they are. And that's yeah. what I do in a really fast way in finding your true North. And I'm just a reflection of who they really are. I love that. Now. So tell me more about how you help people discover their purpose and their true North. Mm, mm, so good. I love this. Okay. So I feel like in finding your true North. So it's either like a three or six months container with me. And I'm able to see what's holding them back. Okay. And what I've seen in so many of my clients is usually it's trauma from their family. So um, familial or ancestral trauma, right? Which okay. usually is the father or the mother or the sibling wound, right? Okay. And so if we can go, so what I do is like, I can see what it is. Um, and then I've created modalities and one of them is called the road to forgiveness, which is walking them through, um, forgiveness with whoever, you know, has hurt them or with themselves. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. huge. Um, so if we can heal trauma, whatever's holding you back, mm -hmm. that's when you become a magnet. That's when you start bringing in what you truly desire. I, I call it the magic and miracles with my clients. So let's say, you know, one of them wants to, you know, they have this idea of like what they want to do, but they would never tell anybody. Right. Okay. Um, I had this with a woman in boundless. Um, she wanted to be like a death doula, mm. um, but she didn't find out until the end of working with me because we had to kind of peel back the trauma, right? Heal it, work through it and, you know, kind of sustain her nervous system so that she can be like, Oh my gosh, I want to do this. I can do this. Yeah. Which is so powerful. And I, I see it over and over with my clients when you can um, heal and clear. And when I say heal and clear, we're always going to have it. It's going to yeah. be there at every turn. So there's no like magic pill. Okay, everybody. Like, <laughs> let's be clear. <laughs> um, but if you can, you know, kind of walk like, you know, I always say, look at the scary monster, whatever you're, whatever it is. If you can look it in the eye, walk through it, heal it and forgive it. That's the magic. Then whatever you truly want 
will start coming out, which if, if it's your sole purpose, um, you know, making more money, this is what I see with my clients falling in love, finding your partner, you know, saving your marriage, all of those things that you truly desire when you can heal your stuff, whatever you desire on your heart starts to happen. And it's just so good. Beautiful. Can you give us a couple of examples besides the death doula one, but um, yeah, how your clients have transformed or how they have stepped into their true north? Yes, absolutely. Um, so one of my clients um, works, she's actually in um, the, what do I want to call it? The corporate America world. Okay. <laughs> um, and we were able to kind of start healing her father wound. Mm -hmm. And when she was able to uh, heal her father wound, she realized that she working with high achieving men, that she had a little bit of um, wounding around that as well. And so we were able to energetically heal that. And she was able to break through a glass ceiling. And um, I believe she um, started making more money and called in bigger clients and a bigger, um, what do I want to say, up leveled in her career, like her title. Okay like wild. And of course, on the side of all of that. So like, that's like the tangible, right? <laughs> like she got to heal her like father wound, which hello, priceless. Yeah. And she started like showing up in a different way it, with her husband and her son. Okay. Like, yeah. oh, like this is why I love the shit I do. <laughs> you yeah. know, right. You get to like, I do lives. Yes. Well, so is there a typical father wound, like a common common thread of what a father wound might be? Yeah. So like the father wound could look like, um, so for me, I have one. Okay. Love you, dad. Um, <laughs> but so like my father wound was like, I had a great childhood. My dad was always there, but he was emotionally disconnected because of his own stuff, right? Of his own trauma. And I see, I feel like I see this all the time with, I'm, so I just turned 42 with like my, in the realm of like my age where our parents like worked so hard because they wanted a better life for us, right? Yeah. But like we're emotionally disconnected and they never talked about their trauma, their hurts, right? Right. So, um, so with like me and my father, like he was just emotionally disconnected. So then I was always like trying to get love from men. Right. Mm -hmm. And before I met my husband, I was like the party girl, the girl that dated like the bad boy, the hot guy, right. That never worked out. I resemble that. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Yes. And so yeah. until I actually like and this is before my gifts. So like, I've been on a journey with my shit for a long time. Um, it took me like two decades to deal with it. <laughs> um, but I would, you know, play this out over and over until I finally had those conversations with my dad and forgave him and did all the things. Mm -hmm. Like I kept on replaying it over and over, right. Reliving it over and over with the same guy. Well, it wasn't the same guy, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I oh totally. Yeah. I have a whole a whole book about that that I wrote. <laughs> Ooh, I read that. I was like looking, I was like, oh, I need to get this. I need to do this. I'm like, I want a session with you in the galactic. Like <laughs> I 
need, I need you in my life. I'll have to. Yeah, totally. But, and then it can also be like, um, I see with the father wound too, of like not being good enough. Right. So doing and being the best at everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So the overachiever, the perfectionist, right. So yeah. Look at me, dad. Right. Um, the people pleasing, the walking on eggshells. So, and that can be on either side. Right. But these yeah. kind of play out and then they're playing out in your relationships and it's probably playing out in your career and in your business. And until you clean those up, you stay stuck and on the hamster wheel over and over. Right. Right. Well, and yeah, that whole um, father wound. I, I had wounds on both sides. <laughs> yeah. And we was, all do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. And um Mine showed up as abandonment and not mm-hmm. feeling worthy, not feeling lovable. So like you were saying, with those relationships, recreating those kind of toxic distance, recreating the abandonment. And um, finally, after my second husband divorcing mm-hmm. him, I'm like, okay, I am the common denominator here. You're like, oh, I got to look around. <laughs> yeah. And I was in my early 40s. Yeah. Um, when I was like, okay. Yeah. Cause well, it was yeah. It a while. 40. And so then I was like, okay, deep dive healing. I don't want to read this. And so I, after, and it, like you said, it is continual because we're always peeling back these layers. We're so conditioned from even in the womb as to yes. what's coming through. And so, um, but I was able to meet my current husband, Skip, after some of this healing and it's been night and day difference in terms of like yeah having someone like that well that supportive feeling secure to be exactly who you are oh my gosh I just like got goosebumps and then like spirits like we're the same (laughs) when it comes to that because I did the same thing I didn't meet my husband until I was 36 like I had I've dated everybody in Colorado and in Minnesota and on an island and, you know, wherever. And like, I would do it like my poor friends, like, and my family that had to deal with like me constantly like falling in love. Right. And then like, Oh my gosh, being a mess and like poor me victim abandoned right over and over. Right. But until like, this is probably what we both do really fast. Or what I do really fast is like, let's pinpoint it. Let's like, let's, instead of taking two decades to heal your shit, mm-hmm. let's heal it in like three to six months. And right. let's go. Like, you know, it does not have to be dragged out at all. Exactly. Ready. They have to be ready though. <laughs> well, and that's the key. Like, that's why I tell everybody before I have them sign up. I'm like, I can like give it to you and show it to you, but like, you have to do the work. Exactly. There's no like magic pill. No, there isn't. So. <laughs> No, well, and that whole thing of the overachiever perfectionist, yeah, that was me as well. And it was, I, I think, to feel worthy or like, yeah, look at me. I'm doing good over here. <laughs> and I mean, I don't, maybe it, I, we could say maybe that's just my personality too. But I have, as I have, you know, done the healing work now, I have been able to let go of that perfectionism and it like, okay. Wow. Done is better than perfect. Yeah. Good is good enough. Right. Like, and then I'm like, okay, just let it be. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with the ancestral wounds, what mm -hmm. kinds of things show up with that? Well, it's really like this, and I'm sure you kind of get this, but like, I will see it. I'll just tell you kind of mine. Um, okay. So my mother, mm -hmm. um, she was abandoned um, and then her mother and then her mother. Right. And so there's this long line of um, unworthiness, not mm -hmm. being good enough, not loving ourselves. And so I actually did um, with my coach, um, Elise Bassine. She's amazing. Um, I did a breath work around the mother wound. And so I went into this breath work meditation and I was shown um, by my um, spirit guides, me, my mom, my grandma, my great grandma, my great, great, great grandmother. And like we were chained down by this unworthiness. Okay. And that I was the one that was like breaking it. And then I saw my daughter too. Oh my gosh. I could just like, whoo, yes. you know, right. Yeah. Breaking this ancestral trauma that like we were given, like it wasn't my mom's fault. I could get like emotional, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like just having this conversation with her around, like, it wasn't your fault either. And it wasn't grandma's fault, you know? Yes. And that's that like ancestral wounding that we don't even know we carry. Yes. And so I was able to break it for my family. Oh, oh, beautiful. Well, yeah. and that, that actually is something that I have been working with for the last um, five years, I guess, mm -hmm. where we, we had an interesting series of events in my mom's lineage of where my granddaddy, he died at 65 mm -hmm. of heart disease, essentially. My uncle died at age 65 with heart disease. My mother had her ma major heart attack, first one at 65. And then my aunt had her major heart attack at 65. Oh my gosh. All, all in the month of September <laughs> too. Holy so, shit. <laughs> whatever it's about. So my, one of my cousins who is, she's open to mm -hmm. this and when her, her mom is younger than my mom. And so when her mother had the heart attack at my cousin and I, I'm like, we have to clear this ancestral lineage. Like we let's, let's get to the root cause. And so I led her through a journey to figure out where, what the root cause of this was and we got we got to this many generations back, but it was like this Viking ancestor. Number one, we didn't even know we had Viking, but this Viking this Viking comes through, and it was a whole self love issue because obviously heart is all about love. I was so that's so crazy because while you were telling me this, I was like, it's a it's like a heartache. Yeah, and so yeah, so we so we did some energy with that, and then. Um, you know, so I'm the oldest of the cousins, so I guess I'm going to be the guinea pig. And I'm like, well, 50, so I have 15 years. Good, honey. <laughs> and it's, but it was interesting because then actually um, I had done my ancestry DNA and at, it keeps changing, which is interesting, but they, they're getting more data. But we do have Viking. And I was like, oh, okay. 
like it's so interesting. I love that. And like how amazing that you get to break this cycle and spirits confirming for you, just so you know, right now that like it is broken. Okay. Beautiful. So like, don't, you don't have to worry. Like they, they just told me. And then you were telling me this too. And I remember I did one on my father's and, um, I got Bulgaria. Okay. Cause we're like, we have so, you know, all the DNA stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, anyways, I, I understand the Viking thing and like, is what I'm trying to connect with, with you on this. Cause like I was shown like, Oh, like my dad's lineage is like Bulgarian and all of this. And yeah, it was kind of wild. So. Interesting. <laughs> I know. Well, and it's so funny. Cause whenever I share in anything about this, then my dad, um, mm-hmm. he actually watches a lot of these yeah. and he's, he's like, well, what about my side of the family? Because <laughs> they have like, there are a whole bunch of issues on that side of the family too. And I'm like, I haven't gotten there yet. Another <laughs> deal, dad. We'll get to it when we can, but yeah. Totally. Uh-huh. Yep. Well, so I guess right now I'll ask you um, w- with that, do I need to focus on my dad's side of things? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's, I just saw like a web and they just said it's bigger than you think it is, mm-hmm. but you can unlock it. Okay. Like, we're like, I just got like, like, I just saw like, um, the web and it being kind of cleansed. Yeah. Cause there's, yeah. And there's layers. Okay. Join me as well. Um, and then, sorry, now I'm like, <laughs> getting. <laughs> um, and then I see like a sword too. Mm. That will be interesting. What is that from? I always like sometimes see stuff. Let me just see. Hold on really quick. What is the sword for? Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Hold on. Was there like some royalty possibly? I don't know. In his lineage? On that side, not that I'm aware of. Um, hmm. We we actually on that side of the family, they have traced the the tree back to like the 1600s. Hmm. I think but, there's something in there. Okay. With that, what's his? What is his background? So um, Rosenberger is the last name. So that's German, and uh-huh. then. Um, there's a lot of English. So his, mm-hmm. his mother has the English side of things. Okay. Got you. And then I also got like Sweden, Swedish something. Okay. Well, and that's, I don't, yeah, I don't know where that whole Viking or like um, Scandinavian thing, which side that comes yeah. from. So I think, I think it's, I think it's his. Okay. Cause I, it, it's my, probably both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, because yeah. my, so even though I'm married as a Thompson, my mom's maiden name is Thompson. And so that's like Scottish, Scotch, Scots, Irish. And I know there's some intermixing, you know, with yeah. the whole, yeah. Ooh, I'm excited about this because yeah. I want to know if there is some, like, I don't know, or I like, I'm seeing like royals here, like, and then they just said Camelot. And I'm like, oh, what? Like, well, that would be, that would be interesting. And my mother, um, 
resonates with Camelot. She's always been like obsessed with the King Arthur kind of oh stuff. My gosh, it's so funny. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I lived in Olympia. I lived in a neighborhood called Camelot. <laughs> okay. There's something there then. <laughs> this is why I love doing this stuff. Cause it's like, right. you're like, you're like this little weaver, right? <laughs> yeah. I know so many different things to explore. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let me know. Cause there's something with um, royalty or like Camelot or some kind of like something there. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, so in our short bit of time left, what would, what, what would you like people to know about how they can work with you or um, any other great words of wisdom? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So you can check me out. I am full on all the time on Instagram at Marissa 22 lane. Um, So you can find me there. I'm always like, sharing, um, free info, um, tangible results, just like all the things. And then like my daily life as well. Um, which is always kind of fun. Cause I'm like, I am a mom and a wife and I live in the 3d world. <laughs> um, so you can find me there and then you can also check me out at marissalane.net. Um, I have several different offers. Um, my new one's going to be coming out, um, this week around my mediumship offer. I also have boundless, which is my eight week activation about finding what's holding you back so that you can become the magnet for what you truly desire. And that's starting in August. Um, and it's my group one. Um, and then I also have obviously finding your true North, which is like my high end private with me. If you want to move fast, if you want to kind of clear your shit so that you can come back to your true authentic self, it's magical and it is life changing. So you can check that out. And then you can also, if you just want to jump into my energy, um, I have a great freebie. It's called realignment toolkit. Um, and it is all about like a daily meditation. I have a chanting, um, video in there to call in abundance. And then my ritual routines that I do that has helped me create clarity, love abundance. I've had some of my biggest, um, money months with doing all of these as well, which is just amazing. Yeah. So, um, and you can just go to my website and, um, sign up for my email list with that. Okay. Well, excellent. Well, I have really enjoyed meeting you and having you on and I feel like I've got a new friend. I know I really do too. I was like, okay, how do I like find you? Um, so we can connect because I have like all the questions and you are just like such a delight. And this has been like so easy. Like I'm just talking with my girlfriend. So I really appreciate you, Lisa, and having me on the show. Absolutely. And hopefully everyone who's listening or watching has gotten some nuggets of wisdom and definitely yeah get the free gift and check out marissa's offerings on her website and social medias and um i will see you all next time on connection to the cosmos aloha